0: to another episode of Cultivate & Keep. I'm Corey.
1: And it's your favorite one, Jeremy. <laughs>
0: Jeremy LeVon. <laughs> Thanks for listening again. Um, we're going to jump straight into it, but first, just wanted to remind you that we are in the midst of our two-week challenge. So you can go to cultivateandkeep.com slash challenge. We're giving away a bunch of stuff. It's not a random drawing. We're doing uh, prizes for first, second, and third place. Help us spread the word about Cultivate & Keep and we will reward you with sweet stuff like a brand new Kindle, a book of your choice, limited time run of Cultivate and Keep merch. And uh so yeah, cultivate Get and your keep your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch, everyone. Um actually no, it won't be everyone, It'll just be, I think, first, second, and third pra- uh, place. But um cultivate and keep dot com slash challenge. All right. Yeah. Ready That's to it. rock. Ready to rock. Excited right. to see what you guys share.
1: Cool. Well, Corey, what's up for today?
0: Well, we wanted to talk about learning. Um,
1: My favorite subject. Your favorite subject? Well, besides lunch. It was lunch, lunch, PE, and then just (laughs) overall
0: learning was my next favorite. So last place. Yeah, so basically, (laughs) yeah, below all the (laughs) other things. No, I think, um, I'm glad that we're talking about this because learning is something that, I think it's one of those things, it's like an acquired taste, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this has to do with like school or like your upbringing. Yeah, age. Well, I was going to say, I think that a lot of it has to do with since we're like sort of forced to learn in school, then it like makes you have they kind of don't a do it. distaste in learning. When in reality, like you can't force someone to learn. Like it's literally like this mental thing that goes on inside of your brain and there's no way that you could possibly mm-hmm. force it. But um,
1: were, were you someone that like didn't want to learn? Like, Or growing up, did you like hate school? Um, I, don't
0: feel like I didn't. I don't know. I feel like I was pretty lukewarm. Yeah. I feel like I was really good at like just kind of regurgitating and memorizing and understanding, but never like learning. Like I would, I would learn the things that I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like, I would just kind of memorize the rest yeah. and like get by,
1: but you didn't like push back and like not do homework. Assignments, no. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah.
0: never a rebellious kind of student. Mm-hmm. Um, I always had good grades and stuff, but
1: yeah, I was kind of the same,
0: but that's also I me mean, that's that's kind of interesting when we're talking about learning because you can go to school and be a bad student, but learn a ton or mm-hmm. be really smart. So it's, I don't know. It's not really indicative of like learning is this totally separate process other than kind of academia. And obviously that helps or if you're into it, but mm. it's not for everyone. It's not their, their learning style, which I'm yeah. sure that we'll talk about a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about learning.
1: Yeah. Well, why don't you uh, read that quote and then we'll, that kind of kicks, kicks yeah. us off.
0: Dude, so. I'm so glad dude, Charlie Munger, dude, he's the seeking OG. Seeking wisdom, man. Seeking That's wisdom. the one. Yep. Shout out to them. Um, <laughs> But, uh, okay, so Charlie Munger is Warren Buffett's business partner, long time. He's kind of like in the shadows a little bit to Warren Buffett, but he's also a billionaire. So the guy is really smart and um, he owns, you know, part of Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, He's very old now, but he's been like in the business world forever. I think so. Yeah, he's really old. Um, Okay, but uh, Charlie Munger actually is more well known for kind of like his like learning and like wisdom than Warren Buffett is. Warren Buffett's more like the logical kind of business decision maker. That makes sense. And Charlie Munger is more like the thinker and kind of like looks at all the different areas, the analyzer. Mm -hmm. So Charlie Munger says, I constantly see people rise in life who are not the smartest, sometimes not even the most diligent, but they are learning machines. They go to bed every night, a little wiser than they were when they got up. And boy, does that help particularly when you have a long run ahead Mm -hmm. of you. Fire, dude! Fire, preach, Charlie. <laughs> that um, so that, that like sums up kind of
1: exactly what we want to talk about tonight. Just the idea, or today, I should say, um, <laughs> talks about uh, just the the thought of really just desiring to learn and every day being intentionable, being intentional about kind of what fills your mind and your ears and kind of what you know what noise are you going to choose to block out and what are you going to choose to receive and, and take in um and i love how he talks about it kind of being like a race and like a long one yeah and just you know going to bed each day waking up a little bit smarter i mean that's really what it's about one thing my dad always says is he says if you read uh let's say you, you read one book a year which is you know pretty <laughs> low, uh, yeah. low bar but it's like you a read, page a day basically let's right? say you do that Yeah. um and let's say you just take one thing from every book you read and he kind of talks about you know 10 15 20 years down the road i mean that's and if you read, you know, big picture books, that's 20 things you can just have under your belt that you can master. Right. Then you start saying, what if you read, you know, one book a month and kind of do the math, right? Um, but just the idea of like reading a book and then learning from it or a podcast or whatever it is, um, I like thinking about it as day by day and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, just little chunks at a time. Um, and, you know, you talked about high school earlier, you know, we... I don't know. You think about like books and school and academic Yuck. and you just, you don't want to do it. But yeah. now the things that I learn and read and absorb now, it's all stuff that I'm really um, interested in. And so it changes how much I want to learn. And I, yeah. I kind of like thinking through these notes, it makes you think I wish I would have had my mindset now that I had when I was, you know, oh, totally. a freshman. Right. Um, But yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it begs the question, um, everyone's going to learn things in life. Like whether, whether or not like they're trying to, like you're just going to every day maybe learn a little bit or like over time you learn lessons, but like why, why pursue learning? Why make like a really like intentional effort to learn? Mm -hmm. And like Charlie Munger says, learn, you know, be a little wiser than you were before or go to bed a little wiser than you were. Yeah. 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 I mean, why, why do that?
1: Well, well, so for me um, I've been recently not studying, but just kind of, wanting to learn about successful people or wealthy people and think, try, try to figure out what what makes them different from me and mm-hmm. you or, you know, just kind of your average Joe. Like, why are these guys or girls, uh, why do they stand apart? And I, I feel like a common thread I find is a desire to learn yep. um, and, and being disciplined, but like being disciplined and learning and studying. And if you read about these people or hear about them, you know, most, you know, big time people that are successful or wealthy, you know, they don't waste a lot of time on, you know, just, Random stuff or you know, and inter- a random entertainment, but they're constantly learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to him, but there's a guy, and, and we'll talk about in our notes, forget his name off the top of my head. But uh, he's a a, a college basketball coach, and they call him the uh, human Google. Oh, yeah, this guy he reads like multiple books a day, like just crazy. That's he's always reading. And um, so to answer your question, like, why well I mean, I, I want I want to for me, I want to grow daily and I want to become yeah. a better version of me tomorrow, every day be better. And I think a lot of that will be by what I learn and what I um, fill, my, fill my mind with.
0: Yeah. I, and I think it's important. Like there's the kind of old adage, like if you're not growing, you're dying. And learning is one of those things that has like a direct impact on how much you're growing every day. Mm-hmm. And I think like the kind of the disciplined pursuit of learning is – uh, it's basically just acknowledging that I don't know everything or like that I'm lacking in some areas. And so to me, it's almost like a humbling experience because to sit down on a book and say like, okay, I need to learn about this thing. Like I'm going to let the author teach me. It's putting yourself in a position to receive from someone else. And mm-hmm. it's, 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 you saying, I don't have all the answers. I don't have it all figured out. Yeah. And I think if you, if you get to a place where you don't want to learn, or if you are in a place where you don't want to learn, you're kind of saying, like I haven't figured out or I don't need anyone else's input mm-hmm. In reality, like my vision what I know is very short and limited and therefore I need other people and other, you know, p- people from history, people from other walks of life, people of other upbringings, people of other disciplines to teach me and I can get a little bit of them to become a better version of me. Yeah. Like you said,
1: um, two things I kind of want to say before we really jump into it. Um, and this one's obvious, but, um, I think when it comes to wanting to to learn and just develop as a person, you know, we have to be intentional. Um, yeah. You know, I forget the stat. But so we're filled with so much noise and entertainment and just you know loudness in everyday uh, everyday life. There's some stat of like how many words per day we absorb. I forget mm. what it is, but it's it's like like, ridiculous number though. I think someone t- someone said recently it was like. I think, you know, two, 300 years ago, the average person heard, heard like 50,000 words a day. Now it's like well over like 750,000, like just crazy. I could be off, but something like that. Yeah. And so uh, what I want to say first was we got to be intentional about, Mm -hmm. we want to learn. And so recently for me, I've, um, I feel like I've been almost wanting to learn too much like yes, podcasts yes. like all day long and right. times two speed and like I'm like filling my head with all it was good stuff but at yeah. the other day I was kind of thinking like hmm like I I wonder if I'm like what am I taking away from these because there's so much and yeah. so I think being intentional about what it is today that I want to learn to kind of hmm. nail that down because um, there's two sides there's a side of you know you're doing too much or maybe you're just you're not intentional you, you're filled with entertainment or yeah I mean because think I mean there's so much stuff we can do on our phone or just whatever like you want to kill 10 minutes going to the bathroom or you know waiting in line you, you just go on your phone but what about reading a book or a podcast or doing something or an you know, article or whatever it is to learn so being intentional and then uh the other thing that I want to look at my notes because I forgot oh, um I've <laughs> been realizing kind of thinking um, the older I get, the more I, I'm a firm believer in whatever I feel that whatever you want to learn, you can learn mm, um, yeah. I mean, to an extent, obviously. But I mean, there's so much out there that we can just like skills we can develop and do by simply just trying it. And so those two facets of um, the, the second one being that we just have to really to try. I think if there's something new, new skill you want to learn, whether it's on YouTube or a friend showing you, I mean, really anything you want, you can learn. And I think a lot of people kind of shy away from wanting to do new stuff or take up a new hobby, whatever it may be, because they don't know how, but I mean, think about how easy it is to just learn, just literally try it. And so, um, yeah,
0: yeah, there's so many different mediums and avenues and, and the other thing I was thinking about was how I think, especially today when there's, like you said, when there's more noise than there ever has been, you know, there's so many distractions like social media and all these kind of entertainment kind of like pacifiers that you have on your phone and your TV. Even like if you go to a restaurant, there's TVs playing, or if you're in the car, there's music or there's radio, Mm -hmm. like there's literally things all the time. And you can either choose to make that time entertainment and kind of just like let the time go by, or you can learn to make that, or you can choose to make that time learning time to improve yourself and learn something new. And, and I think it's important too. like, if all of your day is just spent being entertained like you're probably going backwards, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like you have to be intentional about learning, because otherwise, your entire day is just going to be consumed yeah. with things that don't mean anything or didn't help you in any way.
1: So, but so it kind of has me thinking: What do you do to manage that? Hmm. Like you think of social media, fancy basketball. Yeah. Which, by the way, <laughs> I think I'm losing this week to you. But oh, really? I'm gonna make Dude, a comeback. I've been so don't bad worry, recently. No. I'm gonna come back. Okay.
0: Um, I'm so usually like, a second second half of the seasonary <laughs> guy.
1: For me, like when I think about trying to manage the noise. My instinct is to cut it out, like just, oh, I'm not going to go on Facebook or Instagram, whatever mm-hmm. it is, just stop it. But I don't think that's like a good solution. I think there's got to yeah. be a way to, um, think of like screen time. You can now limit time. So you can put like 30 minutes and then your phone automatically will block you out of those apps. Yeah. But like, I'm curious for, for you, what um, what is your method of managing the noise?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's interesting because, um, so I've had like a, a week or two off of work recently. And And why is that, Corey? (laughs) Well, I got a new job. Woo! Um, Yeah, that's cool. But uh, anyways, um, I, okay, so I've I've had some time off and I've had plenty of time to be distracted and to be entertained. Um, And I didn't want to let that happen. So I kind of finally sat down and like set up some parameters on my screen time on my phone and I've been using it. So today I've only been on my phone for an hour and a half, which still seems like the most ridiculous amount of time. But some of that was like learning and stuff. Um, but I found it interesting because what I've been doing as I've been limiting um, the amount of time that I spend on like, you know, basically like the entertainment apps, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. In fact, I put Instagram and Facebook on like the far, page. Like the far yeah, the farthest page as possible. And like in random spots, like so I couldn't like easily find them. Um, but also what I found really interesting is that um, I set the limit really low. So I have like a, Two-hour limit every day, and it to be honest, it's not the best like system. Like you can't choose which apps specifically, and like if you leave Twitter open, for example, it'll like track like even though you're not even on it. Yeah. Um, but even though, so I'll I'll go over the limit pretty much every day, and then when I go over the limit, the apps go dark on your phone, and when you click on them, the little thing comes up, like the Screen Time thing comes up, then it asks you if you want to request uh, if you want to ask You've for more time. You've your limit. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I have to go through kind of like the trouble of asking myself for more time. So I have to type in the passcode, I have to choose how much more time and then it gives me like 15 minutes, an hour or all day. And even just kind of the, the obstacle of having to put in my, my passcode and choose how much time I want more. Um, it makes me like want to use it less. Mm-hmm. It makes it less tempting. So I think that the, the big thing for me is kind of like, environment design like mm-hmm. just build a habit like if i'm in the car i'm listening to a podcast i'm not listening to, yeah, to no, music good point. if i'm on a walk with my dog i'm listening to a podcast if i'm on my phone i'm gonna make it a little bit harder like i'm gonna put my like ibooks and kindle app in the front page and my social media apps on the last page i'm gonna put screen time on so those are some of the like, kind of simple things i've been doing but i don't know if i have like the perfect answer it's sort of like mm-hmm. a running experience experiment for me right now
1: yeah. oh, i think you said it right about um, selecting the environment, I think that's good. Um, uh, also was kind of thinking as you were talking, um, I think it really boils down to kind of our, our mindset and our attitude. Yeah. Like if, if we, if all we care for is entertainment, then that's kind of what we're going to get. Um, but when we decide and kind of set priorities to, to learn and grow, um, th- stuff like that, you know, doing the screen time and sticking to it becomes easier, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah.
1: Uh, let's see here okay so the guy's name that i was referring to is george Co- coach george raveling, raveling or raffling um so th- this guy like i said they referred him as a human google and uh
0: he <laughs> what are you laughing? i just i couldn't imagine being called a human google like, if you want you can call me that I mean, would i be proud of that i don't know it's kind <laughs> of a, like a i don't know
1: i was so i was listening to a podcast about this guy and they were interviewing him and um, I don't know all the details, but kind of what they were saying was this guy is like, like a crazy learner. <laughs> and he was talking about, they did like a whole 20-minute segment on his method for reading books. Like he's just oh, all in. Okay. Um, which is it was super interesting. You should go listen to it. You probably like it. Okay. Um, but he so this guy, I think he reads, I think I said four books a day. Something crazy like That's that. M- how do you even? It's nuts, dude. But it's, it's super interesting to hear his methods. And basically what he talked about was he doesn't read a whole book. Um, like front to back. And so for Mm. me, I struggle with that. Like I want to be someone that can skip around, but it's so hard for me to like, I don't know if I say, if I say I'm going to read a book, I've read it from front to back, but I think that's like a wrong way of doing it because the truth is most books are intended to communicate an idea or a topic or something they're trying to focus on. And so, um, they do that with chapters. So it's going to mean, let's say 12 chapters on a certain topic. Let's say it's integrity. Not every chapter may apply to you like it would to me. And so George talks about every book, you skimp through it and you figure out which chapters you're going to read and then you basically skip the rest or skip yeah. them like very lightly. Yeah. And um, super cool. Like I love his, his way of talking about it.
0: Yeah, I love that. I think um, I was listening to another podcast recently and uh, he was talking about a similar kind of method for reading. He says that the system that he uses every time is he'll read uh, the intro Mm -hmm. and then he'll read the last chapter. He won't read the first chapter yet. And then he'll read, uh, he'll like really study the table of uh, Mm -hmm. contents. And then he'll basically like select which chapters he's he's interested in. And then he'll go, like he'll just skip to those chapters. If they don't interest him, like don't even bother. Mm -hmm. And then like once he finds one, he'll read through all the chapters that are interesting. And then he might go to another chapter that like, Maybe he's not sure about if it's not interesting throw it away and then he's done with the book. Like that's it. Like, and so mo- he said most of the time he'll read like, Oh, this was a Naval from, um, he created a, a website and a company called Angel where like startups can like, you know, get venture capital and find investors and stuff. Uh, he's a super smart guy, but he said that normally he'll only read like 20 to 30% of a book. But he said in the, in the intro and the last chapter, is usually kind of all the main subjects and, and topics and main points summed up pretty well. And then just go to the chapters that are most interesting to you because he said he would find over and over again, like he was just reading or skimming through stuff that wasn't that interesting anyway. Yeah. So like why, why put yourself through stuff that isn't actually like that you're not actually learning from, hmm. like just skip to the stuff that you actually are learning from. That's super interesting. Yeah. And he said, it's relieving. Like he's like, oh, you know, one book, like I'll read 20% of it. It was you know 15 that's a great investment you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it makes him not feel so obligated to like finish the book mm-hmm. or he still read the book because he got the main concept yeah. out of it
1: um so i'm gonna go i'm gonna read a quote okay okay I'm go ahead step out of my Get bubble. It. <laughs> you can do it okay so george says he said every day presents an invaluable invaluable opportunity to control our attitude behavior and performance while becoming 1% better physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. The art of leadership is about having the awareness to focus on, focus your time and energy on what you do not know and what you need to know while getting extraordinary results from the skills you already have. Hmm. Um, so it kind of like the, the quote we start off with the idea of, I got to stop saying that, but the thought of uh, daily becoming a little bit better. And I think of it like, yeah. um, think of like moving like inches you know think of like a snail like a worm they move really they move really slowly but that's kind of what my mind thinks about every day you're becoming just a little bit better you know you're learning a little bit more and uh i don't know that's good
0: yeah well I, I think along this along similar lines uh warren buffett so charlie munger's mm-hmm. business partner also a voracious reader and learner um he said he said read oh so he was asked like how do you get smarter warren buffett And then he said that the old story goes that he held up like a huge stack of papers and he was like, read 500 pages like this every week. That's how knowledge builds up like compound interest. Hmm. So like you're saying, if you're 1% better or you learn 1% more every day, it may not seem like much at the time. Like, okay, you read a chapter today or you read a couple blog posts or you listen to a podcast. But over time, those ideas kind of all form together, you know, connections are made in your mind. The habit builds. Yeah. Your mind is more receptive. It's it's better able to learn from the things you're trying to grasp. And then over time, it compounds just mm. like interest would in the bank, for example, or just like in a stock investment. That's
1: a good point. I think it was Jocko. He was talking about... Um like reading books is kind of like like a grid layout, how over time they all begin to connect yeah. and intertwine and yeah. all these ideas kind of bounce off, off another. Yeah, And that's a cool way of thinking about it.
0: Yeah, it's not so linear linear as we think mm-hmm. of like, I need to read this with it first and then that. And another thing I was thinking about was, um, this kind of popped in my head, but it was an idea of um, just-in-time learning. So you have like the old kind of just-in-time inventory or like I think it's mm-hmm. just-in-time management, or whatever it is, where you're, creating inventory just in time for the next shipment that you're selling and the same way Learn things that are super applicable to you right now Because those that's what you'll learn the most from at that time if you're learning like about I don't know how to uh, Like treat your your grandkids It's like you're gonna absorb some of it But it's you're gonna learn a lot from it when you're you know 60 when you have when you first have grandkids so just in time learning is kind of like whatever the next challenges that you're facing, whatever the, the next thing is you want to learn about, whatever next venture you want to take on, learn about that and then just take everything as it goes. Find a book for it. Find a podcast about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that'll really allow you to kind of go 1% at a time every mm-hmm.
1: day. Yeah. To follow up on, on that quote, um, kind of at the end of it, in that podcast, uh, the guy George, he said, um, you know, identify an attitude or, or behavior in your life that you want to improve. And he said, focus um, on improving it just 1% every day. Yeah. And I was like, man, like that's, that's so cool. And that's kind of what sparked this topic of just wanting to learn. And I think in the beginning we talked about when we think of learning, it's kind of has, has like a negative like appearance to it. You know, we think it's when you're younger, you think of like books, school, learning. Right. Now for me, and I believe you as well, learning is exciting. Oh, it's, dude, it's, it's the cool. most it's exciting thing like, to me. Yeah. For me, it's like daily. I, I, what can I learn today? Crave it. Um. Yeah. yeah so that's cool.
0: Yeah, that is awesome. I wanted to bring up, um, I was actually coincidentally reading about this, and I totally forgot that we were kind of talking about this, but I was reading through another great podcast and blog called Farnham Street. Farnham Street. Farnham Street? Farnham Street, yeah. I'm not sure what the name is behind it or why. but look them up. um, But he, so he talks about this technique that he learned from a guy named Feynman. I hope I'm not butchering his name, but it's F-E-Y-N-M-A-N. So it's the Feynman technique. And he talks about how there are two types of knowledge and essentially learning. And mo- most of us focus on one and we don't do the other. So he says the first type of knowledge focuses on knowing the name of something. And the second focus is on actually knowing something. And they're not the same thing. So again, this kind of brings me back to like the traditional academic type of learning where you're learning the name of something or you're able to memorize it. You're able to recall it, but that's not really knowing that like, just because I know the dates of world war two, which actually I probably don't. doesn't mean that I know what happened in world war two or why it was important or how it started, how it ended. So they're very two um, different things. So he says to actually learn, um, you have to be able to break it down into super simple concepts. So he kind of bargains that if you're, if you're not able to explain it to a toddler, you don't actually know it. And so, um, and he talks about this quote from this other guy named Warner where he says, the person who says he knows what he thinks but cannot express it usually does not know what he thinks. Hmm. Right, so m- many people know about things and they know the name of things but they don't actually know it. So, and this is, I love it because it's so simple. He says, um, step one to learning, choose a concept. So this is kind of like, you know, just in time or like whatever is interesting to you, pick something. Two, teach it to a toddler. So this, this isn't like actually go find a toddler to teach it to, but like write it down, whatever kind of style you want to do, um, you know, explain it to a toddler, break it down into like the very basic kind of components of whatever you're learning about, and then make it easy enough for a toddler to understand. So in, you know, in like first grade kind of language, um, step three, identify the gaps and then go back, you know, to source material or, or improve it. So you can bounce it off someone or you can look at it again to see if there's any kind of gaps. And then number four is just a review and simplify and it's kind of optional. But the whole kind of concept of the Feynman technique is whatever you're learning, you know, people think that learning is about being able to understand the complexities of something, but really learning is about being able to break it down into its most simplest terms. Mm-hmm. And I love that.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's cool. So the the podcast is called
0: what? So it's the blog and the company is Farnham Street. Farnham. But the podcast is called the Knowledge Project. Okay. that's He made it a little confusing, but
1: now you said the f- the reading says Feynman.
0: Fain, Feyn Feyn yeah. Or yeah. Feynman. 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 Okay. <laughs> For butchering it, but Feynman. Yeah. And he's, that's the
1: same podcast.
0: No, no, no. He was talking about. Okay, because it. it's different. Okay, I was like, yeah, yeah, oh, is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was the famous Nobel-winning physicist Richard Feynman. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so that's cool. what it's about.
1: Now that's neat. Yeah,
0: I love that. And speaking of um, Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett, I was also reading from the Farnham Street blog uh, how Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger, they both said that they spend 80% of their work time reading and learning. Hmm. And I was like, 80? So, okay, let's just say- <laughs> So much. If you have- you know four to five days. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It, so, yeah, I mean, a couple of ways <laughs> to express that. Monday through Thursday is reading and learning. Friday is like, quote, working. Or, like, in your day, that's, you know, 9 a.m. until, like, 3 p.m. Yeah. is learning, and then <laughs> 3 to 5 is yeah. actually working. Like, what would my world be like, mm-hmm. or what would my work be like, if I spent 80% of my time learning? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, they're uh, investors, and they really don't have that much to, like, manage or delegate or yeah. things. It's all kind I of figured right, out for them. Yeah. And they're very, like, they have to make these huge decisions, And but still, like even if you spent 20, 20% of your time or 10% or even 5% of your time out of the day to learn, that is like a world's difference yeah. and that's huge. 80%. Dude. That
1: is so much time. Yeah. I'm like stoked if I spend an hour of my day. Right. Like, like or like even a like half an yeah. hour.
0: Wow. If I can like squeeze in a couple of blog posts, I'm good. To, or like even yeah. like a podcast, I'm like good to go. Yeah. But yeah. Um, one more thought I had was, Uh, this is a quote from, I don't, I forgot where it was. I forgot to source it, but, um, he says, and again, it kind of sucks. They don't have the source of it, but he says, I find for myself that my first thought is never my, my best thought. My first thought is always someone else's. It's something that I've already heard about the subject. Always the conventional wisdom. It's only by concentrating, sticking to the question, being patient, letting all the parts of my mind come into play that I arrive at an original idea. And I think that's important for learning because again, you may know about something, or you may know the name of something, but you really, you have to sit down and really think through something to learn it and to understand it.
1: Well, I like the sub point of that. It's, it says learning how to learn and think, yeah. which is weird to think of. Is it like taking a step backwards. Right. Um, but I think it's it's good. So Recently, I've been thinking, what can I do to organize what I've learned and then to retain it? Yeah. Uh, I, I said earlier about just almost taking in too much information. Mm-hmm. Um. So right now I'm trying to figure out what are my systems for when I read a book or hear a podcast. What do I do to actually take take away from that? And so, what I've been doing is every book I read at the end of it, I'll like just basically write in like my, my overall thoughts of it. Hmm. Um, and what I th- and I think what I would like to do is probably get like a Google Doc or some kind of electronic copy. And basically, every book or podcast I read, just jot down a few notes. Hmm. I think it'd be cool to have like a um, like a compiled list of just all my yeah. general thoughts from yeah. everything I've touched on that. in you know, for that year, and we talked about earlier yeah. doing like a year in review and that would be a quick way to reference, you know, what did I really learn and take away from this year? You know, um, from like an academic, academic standpoint. Right. Um, so I'm trying to figure out like a good system to retain what I've learned. The idea of learning, how do you learn? How do you think? Right. Um, I think it's a question we should all really kind of ponder and think about.
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting too. I saw today kind of discover this product called Readwise, And basically it connects to your Kindle or to, um, like any, like, I think to Evernote too, like if you if you like take notes in Evernote on a book or something, but basically it kind of compiles all of your notes on a book together and then it will email like what you, like just different little segments of what you learn from a book, like every, I think every day or like you can set the cadence for something. So like every day you're kind of being reminded of like what you learned from that book and there's over time like, It oh, takes
1: yeah. random segments?
0: Yeah, so like if I just hmm. highlighted a part in a Kindle and okay, so
1: whatever you highlight, underline, yeah. Okay, or like well, maybe like c- I c-
0: selected it and like made a little note, like oh, this would be good for this business or like try this thing, um, and then it just like sends it to you. It's like oh wow, that's a really cool mm. way to kind of like ret- retain Re- it and like read wise, read wise. Yeah, I think
1: I heard of that or I saw that on Shark Tank. I'm almost. Oh really? It. I feel like I did. Maybe. Kevin O'Leary just shot it down. He's <laughs> 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 like learning this for chumps. <laughs> cool. Is that is that it? Any other points you have?
0: I think that's good. Cool. Learn how to learn yeah. and then go learn. Yeah. I love that. Cool. Okay. Well, go to cultivateandkeep.com slash challenge. I challenge forget, you. I challenge you. To go to you. Listen, it's a challenge for us to do all these blog posts and podcast episodes. It's a challenge for you to share and get the word out about Cultivate and Keep. So win-win. Win-win. All right. All right, see right, guys. you in the Peace next one.